Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, bringing you your daily devotional. I'm going to read a selection from A Year with C.S. Lewis. Uh, This is a book I've read from often, and um, this is a collection of uh, writings from his various works across his vast library of books he's written. And uh, one of my favorites, of course, Mere Christianity. Most of you will be familiar with that. And here he's talking about being in love in the context of mere Christianity. What does love really mean? This is a great question to ask. We use the same word love um, to talk about the way we feel about things like, uh, oh, everything from uh, football to pizza to our spouse to our boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever whatever your state in life may be in terms of uh Uh, a romantic relationship. And so he's going to talk about that just a little bit. And I find it really interesting myself. Perhaps you will too. Uh, If the old fairy tale ending, quote, they lived happily ever after, end quote, is taken to mean they felt for the next 50 years exactly as they felt the day before they were married, then it says what probably never was, not ever would be true. (laughs) And it would be highly undesirable if it were. Who could bear to live in that excitement for even five years, he asks. What would become of your work, your appetite, your sleep, your friendships? But of course, ceasing to be in love need not mean ceasing to love. Love in this second sense, love as distinct from being in love, is not merely a feeling. It is a deep unity maintained by the will, deliberately strengthened by habit, reinforced by, in Christian marriages, the grace which both partners ask and receive from God. They can have this love for each other even at those moments when they do not like each other. As you love yourself even when you do not like yourself. They can retain this love even when each would easily, if they allowed themselves, be in love with someone else. Being in love first moved them to promise fidelity. This quieter love enables them to keep the promise. It is on this love that the engine of marriage is run. Being in love was the explosion that started it. People get from books the idea that if you have married the right person, you may expect to go on being in love forever. As a result, when they find they are not, they think this proves they have made a mistake and are entitled to a change, not realizing that when they have changed, the glamour will presently go out of the new love just as it went out of the old one. In this department of life, as in every other, thrills come at the beginning and do not last. The sort of thrill a boy has at the first idea of flying will not go on when he has joined the RAF. That's, uh, for those of us uh, not living in the UK, that's the Royal Air Force. And uh, so the sort of thrill a boy has at the first idea of flying will not go on when he's joined the RAF and is really learning to fly. The thrill you feel on first seeing some delightful place dies away when you really go to live there. Another notion we get from novels and plays is that falling in love is something quite irresistible, something that just 
happens to one like measles. <laughs> and because they believe this, some married people throw up the sponge and give in when they find themselves attracted by a new acquaintance. But I am inclined to think that these irresistible passions are much rarer in real life than in books at any rate, or movies we might say, right? At any rate, when one is grown up, when we meet someone beautiful and clever and sympathetic, of course, we ought in one sense to admire and love these good qualities. But is it not very largely in our own choice whether this love shall or shall not turn into what we call being in love? No doubt. If our minds are full of novels and plays and sentimental songs and movies and television shows, <laughs> and our bodies are full of alcohol, we shall turn any love we feel into that kind of love. Just as if you have a rut in your path, all the rainwater will run into that rut. And if you wear blue spectacles, everything you see will turn blue. But that will be our own fault. This from uh, Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Uh, quite insightful, helpful as, uh, as he starts to talk about love and to think about it in ways that uh, I think a lot of us just let life happen or we just let love happen. And yet he's so beautifully pointed out here that there is a deeper kind of love uh, that transcends something that just happens to us, but uh, becomes at some point a choice on an ongoing basis, doesn't it? Very, very enlightening. Again, from Mere Christianity, as uh, found, excerpted here in a year with C.S. Lewis. Highly recommend both books to you. Let me pray. Lord, thank you uh, for love, first of all. Thank you for it. We were designed for it. Uh, thank you that you love us more than we could possibly even imagine. And uh, add to that the fact that you know us fully. Um, this is amazing love. And we, uh, we are overwhelmed by your love for us. We're humbled by it. And uh, that you would know us fully and love us like this, Lord, also sets us free. So I pray that we would uh, walk freely in this love that you've lavished upon us. Um, uh, for those, uh, Lord, who, who find those words a little strange or those concepts a little strange, pray that you would seize them with your great affection today um, and that they would uh, even see your cross as a great express expression uh, of your great love for us, Lord. Yes, thank you for saving us at the cross, but Lord, thank you that it was your love that motivated you to do that. Um, open our eyes to see the wonders of your love this day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. God bless you. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.